0: Picture this. You're paralyzed, confined to a bed or a wheelchair. Simple things like typing an email or playing a video game feel like a distant dream. But what if you could break free from physical constraints, all with the power of your thoughts? Sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie, right? But it's not. Today, we dive into the Neuralink Prime Study, a groundbreaking venture that is turning this dream into reality. Stick around. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of JC Speaks AI. If you've been following us, you know we're all about exploring the transformative power of artificial intelligence and its impact on our lives. Today's topic is not just another technological marvel. It promises life-changing impacts for people who face significant health challenges. Let's get into it. All right, so what exactly is the Neuralink Prime Study? Imagine a team of scientists and engineers all focused on one objective, to give paralyzed individuals the ability to control external devices, like a computer, using their thoughts. The first-of-its-kind human study aims to test three components, the N1 implant, the R1 robot, and the N1 user app. Together they work in harmony to record brain activity and translate into real-world actions. Sounds futuristic, doesn't it? How does the N1 implant work? Let's talk about the star of the show, the N1 implant. This isn't some bulky piece of hardware, it's a sleek, practically invisible implant that gets placed into your brain. Think of it like an ultra sensitive microphone picking up whispers across a crowded room. In this case, the whispers are your neural activities. This implant houses 1,024 electrodes spread across 64 ultra thin threads. Each thread thinner than a strand of human hair. Once it's in place, these electrodes capture your brain signals, which are then wirelessly sent to an app that can understand what you're intending to do. So how does all this connect to artificial intelligence? Well, the captured brain signals are like a foreign language that needs translating. Enter AI algorithms. These algorithms are trained to identify and understand the words and sentences in the brain's language. They can detect patterns in neural activity that match specific intentions, like moving a cursor or typing a letter on a keyboard. Once recognized, these intentions are turned into actions effectively allowing you to control devices through thought. I can't stress enough the revolutionary impact this could have for people with paralysis. We're talking about reclaiming independence here. Imagine being able to navigate the Internet, write emails, or even create art all with your thoughts? This isn't just about convenience. It's a new lease on life, a chance to regain control and reconnect with the world in a way that was previously unimaginable. But let's be clear, this is a first in human study. The technology is in its infancy and still has to prove its safety and effectiveness. But the promise it holds, especially for those struggling with paralysis, is a beacon of hope. And as we explore these frontiers, We also honour the spirit of human endeavour against adversity. Now that we have touched on details about the Neuralink Prime study, you may be intrigued by this episode and know someone who means the world to you and who you think could benefit from this remarkable study. I don't want to get your hopes up unintentionally, so I thought I would add in the eligibility and participation details of the study in case you have an interest in pursuing this. Now, if you're sitting there captivated by the possibilities this technology holds, You might be wondering, who gets to be a part of this groundbreaking study? Well, Neuralink has set some criteria. They're looking for individuals who have quadriplegia, which means limited function, in all four limbs. This could be due to a spinal cord injury or conditions like ALS. You must be at least a year into your post-injury phase without improvement or at least 22 years old. A consistent and reliable caregiver is also a must. But it's important to note that not everyone can jump on board. If you have an active implanted device like a pacemaker, a history of seizures, need regular MRIs, or are undergoing specific treatments like transcranial magnetic stimulation, then this study isn't the right fit for you. Getting involved isn't a casual commitment. You'll need to dedicate at least two hours a week for BCI research sessions. The initial study lasts for about 18 months, involving nine visits that could be at home or in a clinic. And then there's a long-term follow-up over five years with 20 more visits. But here's the silver lining. Participants will be compensated for travel expenses, which is a nice touch. If you're intrigued and want to explore if you're a fit for this or future Neuralink trials, they have a patient registry that you can join. It's a way to keep yourself in the loop for this incredible journey toward a future where the lines between humans and technology blur in the most astonishing ways. Before we wrap up, let me say this. Times are tough for many, and your support means the world to us. If you can, consider contributing to jcspeaksai.com to keep this show running. We want to not only help with Abby's medical expenses, but also to have special draws and prizes for our listeners starting mid-2024. If you're not in a position to contribute, that's totally okay. You can still help us by sharing this episode with your friends, family, and contacts. Follow us at jcspeaksai.online to stay updated on more fascinating topics like this. That's it for today's episode, folks. We covered a lot of ground, and I hope you're as excited about the future of brain-computer interfaces as I am. This isn't just technology, it's a lifeline, a bridge to a future where limitations are merely stepping stones to innovation. Until the next time, keep dreaming, keep exploring, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Be blessed.